0: Welcome to The Exchange, our online panel session where we're creating space as part of our woman-to-woman ministry to talk. Uh, We're going to discuss subjects, we're going to talk about current topics, exchange views and opinions, life experiences, along with biblical truths. We're going to do that with one another, uh, but also we're going to do it with you as well. And so delighted that you've joined us here today and big welcome to all our panellists. Hello. Hello. Hi. So here's a bit of a fun fact for you all, Uh, at the time of filming it is exactly six weeks today until Christmas Eve. So I don't know if that fills you with dread or excitement um, but according to a study that I was reading uh, last year uh, that was published by the Guardian newspaper, Uh, About 52% of the women that were uh, were surveyed said that they found Christmas really stressful compared with only a small minority of men at 25%. And I thought, you know what, we need to unpack that a little bit more. Um, And is that really true? Is it something that resonates with us? So I'm going to be asking our panellists to share their perspectives along with some of the biblical truths that they hold true to. And how as Christian women they have navigated successfully or maybe not so successfully uh, through this particular season. Is that okay with us all? Yeah? Absolutely. Excellent. So they do know why they're here today. Uh, so the first question I think we're um, going to ask is really do we think, do we agree that there are different expectations on women around Christmas than there are for men? I'm going to come to Zara here sitting on my left hand side. Sarah, hello. What do you think?
1: Yeah I, I do agree with that and um, that there is more expectation on women um, living at home still I've seen the good and the bad from the Christmas expectation for women um, because I come from a mixed heritage background my dad grew up in a Muslim household he never celebrated Christmas whereas my mum did so coming into that marriage my mum would automatically do everything traditionally tradition wise so she would do the cooking invite the family over um, get all the presents everything you name it my mom would do and I can see now the stress that and it is quite a burden on her because she feels like she can't ask for help whereas myself and my sister would be like do you need any help we're here to help you and she's like no we want you to enjoy your Christmas but I don't like to see my mom stress so we do help her as much as we can um, but yeah that expectation isn't isn't great I don't I don't think so
0: I'm my mum. Okay and I know Becky um, obviously it's different uh, heritage and background but again what you have seen in, uh, as a, a young woman growing up in your household but also slightly different obviously now you're married uh, and out of the family home tell us about your experiences. Yeah so
2: definitely my mum does a lot of things on Christmas. Um, She always, I always remember her doing the cooking and all of that kind of stuff. but now that I'm married my husband is fantastic he does loads of things he does all the cooking like to the point where I'm definitely not allowed to do the cooking um but we like share the load in terms of maybe I'll get the presents etc and we do a lot with family so I think we we share the load in that sense I think it probably has been traditionally that women would do more and it might still be for a lot of families but
0: it maybe just is a different experience for me Excellent, and Karen, I know that you're going through the generations now. You've got grown-up children, but talk to us about how you how that plays
3: out for you and the expectations. It's interesting because I'm I'm trying to think when when we moved over to England, uh, there was a significant change in the perspective of Christmas. I think coming from a country that is generally having summer, our Christmases look very, very different to the Christmases do look in the Northern Hemisphere. Uh, it's way more relaxed. It's like, just get a costume on and be by the side of the pool and the men do their bries, and um, yeah, so it's completely different. So coming into the UK and doing it the, the Northern Hemisphere way, um, I think we've come to realize I can see if I just look at people around us that there's a huge amount of stress on Christmas and that's actually quite sad. Our family have, we, I think when the kids were little we as parents took on a lot but we also um, dish out a lot. The expectations is communicated and we don't kind of fall in the trap of oh we've got to make this perfect Mm -hmm. Um, and now that the kids are getting older we are certainly dishing out a lot Um, even if it's just food and responsibilities and even with gift buying we don't buy for everybody we put a whole lot of names in a hat you draw one name and you buy one gift in Christmas so I think we found a rhythm that's worked for us but I do see a lot of stress on people and families and that's actually quite sad and not Not the purpose of Christmas, not the spirit, yeah totally I, I
0: like the art of delegation, I think that that's key, and certainly we would have a rule in our family that you would only buy for the children up until the age of eighteen, and then you would then get somebody you'd buy a tree like a tree present for us, we would call it with a set budget. I think that's a really, really sensible thing to do, um Liz, talk to us about some you were talking about earlier with me about values and about how you've set that for your Christmases
4: yeah, I think um when I've been married now for it's 18 years Christmas Eve Mm -hmm. um but uh when you do marry or even when you set up home on your own you do have an opportunity to then set what your values are and if you don't do that consciously they will be set for you by wider family um we were talking about you know you you don't really know what they are until you experience it and then think oh hang on i would be doing it this way but you're doing it that way and you have that tension then when you add wider family to it as well actually it's really important and valuable to have that sit down conversation with anyone who is close to you and decide okay what is important to us in this season what do we want to prioritize what do we really really value and then your decisions come from that um, basis um and it's about setting boundaries sometimes um unfortunate in that we haven't had excessive expectations placed on this by a wider family but i know some people do um and particularly when you have your own children actually you do have you no longer have to obey your parents we honor them but we don't obey them and it's exploring what that looks like but really really being intentional so we start in october asking everyone just casually you know what, what do you want to do over christmas what how do you want to spend the time is there anything you want to do is there anybody you want to see is there anywhere you want to go um, and we use that as a basis we are very very intentional with our time we outsource plan delegate as much as we possibly can before the season starts which sounds like we've been consumed by it but it's actually the opposite it means that by the time you get to sort of mid-december everything's done and it's you're not consumed by it Um, so it's i think for me it's about setting those intentions those values very very explicitly which isn't something that will come naturally you have to take time um, and make a decision to do it I think even if you're with somebody who doesn't see the value you can do it for yourself because coming back to that women being stressed women finding it more difficult we carry a much bigger mental burden because we um we have everybody's expectations upon us um but also what can come with that and it's very very subtle is a sense of resentment so, you know, well, I've sorted everything for you, but nobody's thinking of me. Well, set those values, make that dis- discussion and make your needs and wants known. You have to stop and think about what they are actually first. And um, that leads to a much healthier environment and can reduce that pressure. Who's, whose standards
0: are you who aiming for here? Do you know what? That is so true. And I think I've certainly witnessed it in, in my life because there used to be a running joke in my family with my mum and her sisters. They used to start planning in September. But what was interesting is their generation, she didn't work so they had that time if that makes sense so naturally the men would be working my dad my, my uncles so then I've seen that so imagine completely different me working woman but also then a working mother working full-time I had to take that pressure because I thought well I can't do it or this is impossible but you're absolutely right it's like who do we live, live up to really I'm going to come to Nicola now because I know that um, you've mentioned something about when you first got married and it's kind of tied up in the next question I was going to ask around traditions you know what traditions do you do because you put almost that extra expectations didn't you when you first got married tell us a bit about that then
5: yeah so um I've now been married for six years um so definitely when uh, we first got married I put those pressures on myself kind of I've got to make sure this is right I've got to make sure everyone has the gift that they want that the wrapping looks amazing that the trees really decorated that we get around to, to see everyone that we want to see but actually that was really quite stressful No one was putting that expectation on me, but it was that expectation that I felt like almost I was putting on myself. Um, But very quickly, like me and my husband are now, we're a team. Like we make Christmas work and we make it work together. And um, as Liz was saying, like, we're really fortunate we don't have that wider pressure of like wider family. Like we have to see you on this day at this time. Um, It's very much kind of just trying to make it work and just almost working together on on that season so um that's kind of what we felt a little bit but almost kind of just need to not have that pressure on myself really but you can enjoy it now a little bit more now that
0: that pressure's not there. <laughs> Excellent, So often the people that when you're hosting or you're organising, mm. you're the last person to, to end up enjoying it really. So we said delegation, absolutely. We're outsourcing I like that was another word, taking the pressure off. Karen, in terms of sort of uh, special traditions, etc. You mentioned something about obviously coming across from South Africa now into the UK, how you've set something new now as well in the stage of life that you're at with your family.
3: Yes, I'm uh, <clears throat> just listening to the pressures and the expectations, and this is almost um, a message that I want to give to parents, because we can often, um, with, especially with our grown-up children and our expe- ex- expectations, come across quite subtly manipulative mm-hmm. in wanting your traditions to, to, to kind of be the legacy and live on um and I kind of watch my children as they all just getting married and recently married I see that Nicola that they take that expectation they really want to guard their traditions and their value systems and as a parent it is my role now to actually make them aware that they have to form a new tradition and that the beauty of that is to simply take the best of both worlds and do something new but we have to step back as parents then to not have that little unconscious manipulation and we have been known to have three christmases in the past literally week after week after week because i release my children to now go and do what they need to do. And if we want to do something that looks like Christmas, we have Christmas Day the previous weekend or Christmas Day the weekend thereafter. But it is important that the next generation, the older generation, is also wise and selfless about the future of their children, their relationships, the legacy, the new value systems, the new unit, that they need to kind of form and respect that and more than respect that, help them on so that they are able to do that. Um, Yeah, I think that's that's certainly a new season for me and and I can see that I could step into the trap of going, but (gasps) we're not gonna do it this way, but it's about being curious and then just thinking about stuff differently and approaching it differently and hey, Nicola, three Christmases three times in a row just to fit in with everybody you would love that
0: oh
5: that sounds absolutely perfect
0: (laughs) (laughs)
3: yeah Nicola adores
0: Christmas don't you Nicola I I think that's really wise and actually maybe um you're right to release your children is one way particularly for women to to take that pressure off Mm -hmm. as well Uh, Liz I know you've got something you wanted to share on this as well um yeah
4: I, mean it was. I think it was
0: around um, starting some of your own traditions. Oh, yeah, starting. Yes. At, oh,
4: I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> um, I was thinking, what did I say? Yeah, so um, we started some of our own traditions. So we go Christmas tree shopping with our friends, and it's held from when we were first married. Um, so it's probably about, this, I don't know, 16th or 17th time we've done it. And it's beautiful and lovely and wonderful. And our kids love it too now. So I think it is just buying into those things and deciding what we want to do. Um, and we very much kind of shut down over Christmas. That is our tradition. Because obviously my husband works for the church. it's busy. Um, we go to church together Christmas Eve. We go to church together Christmas Day. We make those longer times in church because... Um, Justin is in church so we've got to be in church so we make sure we're together as much as we can do um, and then um, go and have that time together so I think um, it, it is a bit of you do you but it's putting Jesus first isn't it and actually um, those values putting, putting him first um, but yeah the, it's little things often isn't it it's not the big traditions it doesn't have to cost a lot of money
0: at all um, it's more about the reason behind what you're doing yeah fabulous in fact obviously i can resonate with that with obviously my husband working um in church and i do think that is true that if you carve out that time even when i'm hosting now the food can wait i will not miss coming to church on christmas eve on christmas day not in a sense of religious or duty but absolutely that can wait and if you know I'm hosting I think that takes the pressure off and also I don't miss out as well it's almost like that Mary and Martha scenario really isn't it you know I want to be at Jesus's feet really and certainly for just traditions for me when I did lose my parents one of the things I was really um, quite struck by is if I try to recreate what my mum had always done even as now a mum with my own daughter i would be acutely aware of what I've lost so I started quite consciously and intentionally doing new traditions we never had a, a real Christmas tree so that's one thing I've started over the last year's because it is a special moment to do that and decorate the tree etc um, so sometimes it's about creating new things maybe as you said Karen holding on to things that are really valuable you can take with you um, and Zara I know that obviously you mentioned about um, your family background sort of mixed heritage uh, different cultures any sort of particular things that specifically your mum and you those Christians that you hold sacred and you honour uh, today in a mixed heritage family? Um, because my family are mostly
1: Muslim it's just trying to ensure that I hold on to those biblical truths in in my family and also with that discipleship bring the word of Jesus to my family um, in those moments so I would say um, you know Jesus is the son of God and my parents would probably have a different opinion but as long as I'm holding on to that and ensuring that I'm surrounding myself with like-minded people, my friends, and being around people at church, going to Christmas services. It's just reaffirming that truth um, to myself. And um, it it, it is a difficult season, I would admit, in my household because I believe one thing and I believe truth, whereas other people don't necessarily believe in the same as me. But it's always an enjoyable time. Like with traditions, we get the Christmas tree together, we decorate it together, we cook together. So that side of it, absolutely love. But it's the biblical side of it that I just wish would impact family more. Um, but it's it's a prayer that I'm continuing to pray for. So
0: one day, I'm well believing done. so. No, no, that can't be easy. That's really it's precious. Um, and, and obviously you 've got a safe haven with church with your church community, and that 's why we 'd always encourage people come out particularly if you are kind of the lone Christian within your your immediate family so thank you zara and then really now on to our final question um, is really about how do we ensure as Christians, particularly as Christian women that we protect you know what Christmas is truly about and keeping Jesus front and center and not getting swept up in what the secular world are, is sort of putting out there and portraying or asking us to make christmas all about so liz i know that you've got something here i think it was kind of linked to your last uh, answers but but again tell us about how you do that it is just about being
4: intentional really um and um planning i am a planner i'm very pragmatic but i do think god is in the everyday that is where the true spiritual your your um, true spiritual life is. It's in the everyday when you are doing your Morrison shop or you're at work and it's busy. Um, so, uh, you know, are you always... On, uh, not always. I try and remember to ask God, you know, what's today's portion? What have you got for me to do today? And leading up to that time, it's even more important. So, like I said before, everything is done and planned. I mean, I've, I've literally... My Morrison shop is there and I've gone with... This is how planned I am. Right, well, the last two years, Charlie, my youngest, who is old enough to know better, has got us up, hasn't he, Louise? Because you've seen me on Christmas morning. At, like, five o'clock in the morning. I think last year was four o'clock in the morning. This year, I've got, like, the easiest Christmas dinner planned and half of it will be cooked the day before. So that if I am, if, like last year, we are needing to tag nap, then we can do. But that means we can focus on the real reason. Another thing that I do, and... This is not for everyone because it depends on seasons. But for me, I need to spend time with Jesus early in the morning. You cannot do this if you have small children or a baby. It is not the season. Watch out, Becky. Okay, Um, but um, when you can, if you can, and it's something that you will start with determination and not much else and not get much out of it. But as you continue, it becomes a hunger for it. So I will spend that time and I've found, how do you rest? As well in that season there's lots of different types of rest for me i do have to be on my own i'm introverted um but i also do something creative um and so i it's that balance there have been previous years where i've tried to make everybody's present you know the handmade and then that nearly killed me so I don't do that anymore because it's not restful are you not doing your biscotti I am biscuits? doing my biscotti it's booked in it's booked in um but it's that balance of ticking okay that will bring me joy and everyone else joy and I'll enjoy making that and I've I've carved out the time for it that's not going to um limit anything else and I'm full time now so and my job is very demanding so um there's less that i can do but it's finding the right things to do so it's it's again you can always going to get the same answer from me which is it's got to be intentional it's got to be thoughtfully planned set aside yourself an hour or two hours with no interruptions or as few interruptions as possible to think about what you want it to look like and be and then do it or also what you don't
0: want it to look like as well Absolutely. or, or maybe what you didn't want to happen Absolutely, again et cetera. Yeah. no we pressure get. obviously for the biscuits I've just no, I've had that, some pressure it's there it's okay yeah you, <laughs> will be getting the, them. you didn't we, get them
4: last year
0: we, okay, we are so fabulous aren't we as women of making everything seem really easy and seamless um I'm going to come to you Becky obviously because uh, this is going to be your last Christmas obviously uh uh with that before you become a mother talk to us about obviously how you protect uh, Christmas like previous and maybe any thoughts you've uh, got because we're also great at giving advice about what it's going to be like when you have a, a baby uh talk to us about that
2: yeah I definitely feel a little bit like Mary <laughs> feel like I could be in a nativity at the moment um, hopefully I won't have to ride a donkey anywhere anytime soon I don't think that would go very well um yeah like we're definitely conscious of the fact that it's going to be different when we have the baby we don't know exactly what that will look like but generally I think we're um a little bit different in terms of what Liz was saying about like liking to kind of have that rest time as almost like introverted time like having time on 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 your own like that kind of thing um i think when i was thinking about like the bible story and like what actually was happening when jesus was born like everyone was so excited like because this was an incredible thing like the shepherds were really excited the wise men everyone was celebrating and. I think that really that joy and that comes for for us from hosting lots of different people, from spending loads of time with family. Um, We've, you know, just amalgamated all these random people, like where we just like, this is, we we see so many people at Christmas. Um, So just let us know if you want to join. And hopefully I won't be in labour at the time. Um, So, yeah, I think for us, it's like definitely going to church. like, And I love sort of like Christmas hymns and we love like carols and all of that kind of stuff and centering it on Jesus but also centering it on that like community around it and just spending time together um loving each other I think that that really just like brings us so much joy at this time of year
0: oh wonderful um and Nicola I know you've got some traditions and things that you like to protect don't you
5: Yes, yeah, so it hasn't, um, it's it's kind of been since lockdown, where you were almost forced to slow down a little bit. Um, so I currently work in church. Um, before that, I worked in hospitality. So obviously, extremely busy season working christmas eve christmas day boxing day Um, and then even before hospitality it was retail um so you were kind of thinking about christmas halfway through the year and that's kind of stuck and i keep on thinking about christmas kind of in may june time (laughs) like okay i need to start thinking about this now (laughs) um but that's like really exciting but for me kind of in lockdown it's it really made me slow down say no to kind of all of the busy things um, saying almost giving you a reason to say no to doing the things that you're like oh i don't really want to do that because it's so busy um but that really kind of gives us peace over christmas and that has been a key word for me over the last few christmases is peace um jesus gives us peace so how are we living that out how are we kind of taking that and um showing that to the world um and lockdown was definitely that so now we've started some newer traditions kind of um the last three years it's just been me and my husband on Christmas day um which was really bizarre to start off with like I'm gonna have to spend a whole day talking to you rather than everyone else which I absolutely love him absolutely do but Christmas day was normally all around family and the busyness of that but it's been amazing and definitely were things that we're gonna continue to do go forward on that.
0: Do you know, that is so powerful Nicola, actually the power of saying no, I think that's releasing and also to release that pressure, you've got to be around a big table for it to be a proper Christmas there's nothing wrong with it just the two of you and absolutely. I do think, yeah so there were some valuable lessons that we probably all could yeah. should take on or continue with with lockdown as well absolutely having Christmas for yourself as well yeah now with all the pets so <laughs> yeah you've just got the pets and how do you then navigate that because you said you work for church obviously Liz and I are married to uh, and Karen obviously you work at church as well how how do you navigate that so that it doesn't become I suppose sort of transactional functional things there's lots that goes on that people probably don't even realize how a church you know to make it happen for christmas services
5: yeah i think it's still that time like um my husband's part of the production team so um it's. It was very early on when we were like, actually, Christmas Day, we'll serve together. Um, however that would look like being in church, whether we were both on the production team or however that would look like, and that is something that we're still doing. Like, we still love to serve um, around Christmas um, and still loving to kind of almost help get that message across about Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it is kind of the same message every year about Christmas, but it's exciting to see new people coming through the doors and exciting to kind of share like the traditions that we have here at Renault kind of with new people that are coming through and kind of inviting people into those family traditions that we've got here but um, that's kind of what we do so very similar to Liz and Justin that we're here together and it might it might not just be the two of us here but we are with our family here as
0: well so that's kind of what we like to do but yeah, I love that. <laughs> and Karen obviously your perspective because you work for church and also you've got family all over the world how do you protect Christmas then so I suppose you're not kind of being poured in different places?
3: Yeah <clears throat> that's quite interesting our family um, do live all over the world so we have to apart from everything else that we would like to do is we also need to carve our time for zoom calls and whatsapp calls and all sorts of calls um, but the other side of, so for me, Christmas epitomizes love. Mm-hmm. It's it's why Jesus died for us on the cross and it's why he was born. Um, and it, it is about love. So everything we do around Christmas is about loving on to our family, our community and everyone else. Maybe it is because we have been displaced from our country and kind of lost that sense of community um, at some point. I am extremely aware over Christmas that some people might not be, Zara, maybe like yourselves, not, not have the same beliefs, maybe like, you know, have lost parents or um, have been alienated from their families. And and that's a really, really painful season when the message, although commercially expressed, um, is really about love and gifting and generosity, and that's not available to anybody. So, Liz, you mentioned intentionality. One thing that we do do over Christmas is we are very intentional about having space at our table so that we could invite people in. And it could be, it could be anybody. I think when my daughter was around 11 or 12 of age, we asked her what she would like for Christmas and she said, I don't want any strangers in the house, please. (laughs) Um, Because we literally pick up people, we would go fetch people, um, somebody's aunt, whose uncle, whose what's name, would call and go, their son is in the UK, they're going to be alone Please, can you do, so can you pick somebody up and bring? So for me, it's about love, it's about bringing in and being intentional and being aware that it's not available to everybody in the way we think. And um, we were painfully aware as immigrants what it feels like to lose a community, And then all of a sudden just feel so alone and isolated and i think that's our intention always is to extend that across the whole christmas season really it might not all have to happen on christmas day Um, it could be any time of december that just invite people over go have an extra chat um, look at a weary shopkeeper and ask them how they are Uh, look at look at your pastors (laughs) 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 look at the people in church and just be mindful intentional on loving because i think that to me is the christmas message beautiful beautiful
0: and i think you're right you've got family scattered we we have as well and i remember when my parents were alive they were three hours south from the midlands my in-laws were three hours north um, and so we did used to take it in turns but in somewhat it was it was easier for us not to opt out but to actually put that kind of boundary in to say well we will not come after until certain time because my husband is leading the the service for example but we have been stuck on motorways like for three hours when there's been bad accidents and literally I remember one year eating a packet of cheesy its I think it was at a you know a bottle of water because we were stuck on the motorway because there was a, an accident and so we've we've been through that it's not not easy and I, I do think you're right Karen is I would always encourage people um you know cherish what you have when you have them around the table cherish what um you know even sometimes it can be uh, hard work etc because for some people they have to go further or they don't have that and we've got zoom calls normally it's about three o'clock for us when we're facetiming or zooming America um but I think you're right protecting that definitely we've said no to stuff some of that is great we've set new traditions so especially for our daughter we were very very clear she used to wake up christmas day in her own bed so we said that from the outset with in-laws and with my parents no because we wanted to protect that time for her Um, and also now we started traditions where we open up presents Christmas Eve because our Christmas day looks very different to others we don't have that lazy time it is different so we made sure that we carve that out so it's precious for us but we're still honouring Jesus first and foremost and I I would say even I don't regret any of those years we've been stuck on motorways that we've done that with always Jesus first so that's why we've said we'll come afterwards and we've had everything that we possibly wanted as well Um, so thank you Um, so thank you everybody do you realise our time's Oh my! Well, it's out now. I'm just, um, yeah, I as, we mean, we can talk, can't we? Um, I've really enjoyed it. I hope you have too, as, as the panellists. Um, so whether you're watching or listening to us, I hope you've enjoyed it too. I do want to thank our panellists for their contributions. No doubt um, I can conspire. We've still got lunch over there. Uh, we'll probably continue the conversation offline. But that just leaves me to say thank you. Uh, goodbye. We do pray that you have a wonderful Christmas. Maybe you've taken on board some of the wisdom uh, that's been shared with you today. But until next time, and from the Woman to Woman team, we uh, God bless you. We send lots of love and prayers and hope to see you soon. Take care.